Blog Talk Radio. Hi everybody, welcome to the Neil and Kristen Bacon Psychic Hour. Well, we got an earlier start today than we have on the past few Fridays. Um, and we do have a caller in the queue, 330, we're going to be getting to momentarily. But, as always, we want to let those who have not called in know how to get in touch with us today. 914 is the call-in number. Please do press 1 if you'd like to speak with us. And we appreciate your support on social media uh, those accounts are linked on our blog talk radio profile, Neil and Kristen Baker, Psychic. Okay, let's get started with 330. We're going to bring this caller on there. Hi. Hi, this is Kim from Ohio. Kim from Ohio. The post, were you the, are you the yeah. post person? <laughs> I'm retired now. Oh, really? Yes, congratulations. Retired, you. but you're 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 young to be retired. What's your birthday? Again. 41571. Yeah. Gosh, early retirement. Lucky you. Are you yes. planning well, ahead over 25 years? Uh, yeah, so you can retire, I guess, after you accumulate a certain amount of time um with the postal mm-hmm. service. Are you uh yes. planning on working another I mean, going into another line of work or are you going to stay home? and enjoy the rest of your years relaxing. Oh, no, I'll, I'll find something else to do. <laughs> yeah, okay. Does yeah. the post office uh, mandate that you retire at a certain age? Do they force you to? No, no, not at all. I could have stayed. I just don't want to be there another Christmas. Oh, you were a mail carrier? Is that what you were? She worked in the, no. No, inside. You worked oh, inside. inside. Yeah, I remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my, my brother worked for the post office, too. He was a carrier. Yeah, he was a carrier, but he retired. Mm-hmm. And I he think he had to retire, but he was, you know, quite a bit older than you. So I guess at some point they do mandate it. But oh, really? what, yeah, well, apparently for some people... Um, so what, what's going on with you? We haven't heard from you in quite a while, Kim. Yeah. Um, so obviously I'm transitioning to a new life and start, and I would like to have someone to share my life with now. So do you see a husband coming in for me? Yeah. I thought you were going to ask about a relationship. Yeah. (laughs) And and typically that was a question that you would often ask when you used to call the show. Yes. 
you had some encounters with different guys at the post office and other elsewhere, but those didn't work out, obviously. So you're single. Any any prospects currently, or are you completely fresh and open? Um, I have not been dating or seeing anyone most of this year, probably since late January. Okay. And um, as far as as far as meeting people now that you're retired, are there social events or any hobbies you participate in that might might help you bring in a guy? Um, I remember you have a little dog, right? Yeah, I go out all the time. I'm going to lunches, dinners with friends, catching up with people I haven't, you know, been around in quite a while. Um, you know, trying different things at different times. Well, here's the question, uh, Kim. Dog park. The, there's two no. There's two ideas about you being in a relationship. One is the idea of your soul and meeting your soulmate, and what your journey's supposed to be in the, in the forthcoming years. So all that can perhaps be deciphered by psychics to see if there's something going on in your life book. You know what I mean? The second would mm-hmm. be just the physical explanation, you know, dating, trying to meet somebody, getting hooked up. So, And, and they both hold strong possibilities, okay? When it's mm-hmm. a psychic validation, when it's in your code, you're really in a good spot. Now, your numbers suggest you're a 28101. So that part of the storyline says, well, you may be single. single. You may be single. But here's the thing. The, uh, your years designate as 71. And that becomes an eight. Now that, in my mind, is good news. That's great. Seven, does it, you know, you're in the post office, so look, look at numbers. Between seven and one is six. So seven, six, and one is 15, uh, is 14. Seven plus six plus one is 14, and that's your first numbers inverted. Now, if we go into your code, myself, I would say you're going to be in a relationship, and it's destined. We don't know who it is yet, but we're on the page that says, in a destiny explanation, you have to meet somebody. You're not going to be alone. Now, in the further, if we further go into her year... And we're looking at that seven six one, and add the century to it. It becomes her day fifteen. Yeah. So there's that reflection as well. Now you may say, what does that mean? Well, you know, what does it mean? You know, when you're in the post office and you have four numbers, and the guy takes it to your house, but it's got the wrong street. You know, sometimes numbers are important when you analyze them all the way through. And you have to have that zip code. You know, you working in the post office know how crucial it is to understand numbers. In numerology, it's crucial to understand numbers when you're dealing with a deeper code and you're educated enough to understand what it means. It's interesting because her first, you know, her month and day add up to her karmic number 10. And she's got a 20 when she crosses over into the century, which is... I mean, that's some trouble in relationship because it's two and zero. 
Yeah. So it can indicate possibly a problem getting a relationship because that's two, that two is positions indexed to a zero, which is no. a zero. Right. No value. Now, here's where it gets interesting. And listen closely. You retired at what, 50 years old? Yes. Okay. So in this April, you're going to be 51. That's your mm-hmm. inverted day. So now, if we start to entertain the idea that you're going to be in a relationship, that it is part of your journey, that there is somebody awaiting you, we're, our prediction would be it will probably be somewhere in the age of 51, not too long to go. So my, okay. guess, my guess is at 51, you will be in a relationship. Now, that is 28, 38, 48. That's 23 years past your karma of 28. Eh, that's fine. You're in, you're in the realm of transcending anyways. Now, we get into further details. The person, uh, what state do you live in? Ohio. The person that you meet may have some history with a boat. I don't know if you have any boats near you. Are you in a dry area? I mean, is there a lake near you? Any kind of yeah, body of um, water? Lake Erie is about an hour and a half away. But okay. I do go out there in the summer. But that's, that's a relatively well, close distance to your Kim, he may He may have had a boat. He has a boat. He loves the boats. But there is something in clue-wise that would, that would suggest a boat with this guy. Okay. That's great. I love the water. Okay. Did you ever have a, a, have you ever had a parakeet or a bird or anything? Do you like birds? What's with you and birds? I do not like birds. Huh? Why? It, okay. So when I just heard your voice, I got this element of birds and I just need to know quickly why you don't like, you know, people. I don't like birds. That's pretty a strong statement. Why don't you like birds? Um, because my sister would make me go in that thing at the zoo where the birds land on you and you had to feed them out of your hand. Yeah. And we used to have to um, stay on this farm in the summer and feed the chickens and they would peck at us when we were little kids. I just, I don't like birds. So you have a, you, you, you have a childhood negative feeling about birds that you've carried through all your life. Yes. I see. Is it, would you say it's an outstanding conscious idea that you don't, you just don't like birds or are we stirring up something deep in your memory? No, I just, I don't care for them. I don't like them picking, I guess. I don't want them flying around my head. I wouldn't want to live with one. I don't like roosters crowing and waking people up. Yeah, I don't like that either, but I do love birds. Let me ask you one other question. Have you ever known anyone? Think about your whole history, the landscape of your whole history. Have you ever known anyone who ever had a bird? Not in the house. I mean, I had one fly in my house here, but it flew right back out. Um, She had a bird fly in her home. Wait a minute, you had a bird fly in your house? Can you just 
30 seconds, give us the storyline. I had the, I was washing the windows and I had the screen out and a bird just flew in my house and I have a sun, you know, like a sunroof and it flew up in there. So I had to get the broom and I was wearing a coat with it over my head and trying to shoo this bird out. <laughs> and it did, it did. It left out the same window it came in. I don't know how it knew to go, but it did. Okay. Probably because I was screaming. <laughs> I'm going to change your mind about birds. You you don't have to like birds anymore, but I don't. I'm going to change your mind about something. What I'm getting is that the bird represents love coming into your house. Oh, all right. It's a love bird. You know, birds can, birds flying in a house can mean, in some cultures, it means no one's going to die. Did anybody die after that that you knew? Um, like a cousin, well, that I didn't know very well. But well, okay, but maybe maybe there's a record in there about that. But the interpretation today, October 29, 2021, the idea of the bird is about love coming into your house. That's what I'm getting. So I think that's there, awesome. Yeah. So you know what you should do, just for fun. You don't have to change your life, but just for fun, appreciate birds more. Look at them differently. Choose a bird like a pigeon or a, a bird that would hurt you, like a morning dove mm-hmm. or something. Just think about something nice about a bird, the blue bird of happiness, you know. Just think about that and get your mind into a different headspace so that just for purposes of entertainment, you consider birds to be nice, blessing. Just follow my advice. And I, I, there's this prediction: you're going to be in a relationship next year. Thank you. I accept that. I appreciate it. Okay. Good. Okay. Thank you very much. Okay. Good luck. Thank you. Okay. Well, we were talking last week about why to go to a psychic, not last week, last show, why, why to go to a psychic. Um, so we can pick up where we left off while we wait for some other callers to uh, yeah. you know, get in touch with us. I, I think, I think uh, some people is just downright spiritual. They just love the connection. It's spirituality. It's conversation. Surrounding things may be it's entertaining, it's intriguing. Um, I'm a curious person. I love to know about the future. I'm intrigued. Others come with a more sense of urgency. They they just they just come out of desperation, and they seek psychics more out of a sense of fear and urgency than uh, something pleasurable. They want to know something or they've lost somebody and now they're impacted by the loss and and suddenly they're driven to see a psychic because they're going to maybe talk to the person, but they never have experienced anything like this before. Right. Well, I mean, I remember when I first encountered you and, you know, of course I've had many readings before by other people, but the difference between, I mean, there are many differences between you and other psychics, but specifically 
the way that you work with energy and, you know, of course, subsequently have taught me how to work with energy. Now we do this together. But at the time, the dramatic changes that occurred, <laughs> dramatic changes, <laughs> I ended up with you. <laughs> yeah. um, the way you worked with energy hypnotized me. Um, you know, that, that is a definite difference. Uh, many psychics don't, you know, they may predict the future or connect to a, a, a soul on the other side, um, but they don't really know how to, to change circumstances in people's lives. So that's a... You're, you're probably right. I mean, there's a lot of psychics that no, do right. that, and they love doing it, and they would well, beg to differ with you about how they work with energy. Well, but, they, a lot of I people make... Saying, but the, they, may, they may claim to be able to do that, but in my experience, as oh, someone who's gone experience. with... who's been with... who's gone to many different psychics, no one worked like that. No one claimed to be able to change energy or, um, you know... You know, it Make energy any kind of impact. Uh, we have a caller, but we have a caller, yeah. and we're going to get to you in probably sixty seconds. When you're working with energy, you almost have to um, humanize it. You have to treat it like it has a consciousness. That's what I've done, at least in my experience, and I've gotten to understand energy as though it had human elements. It's supernatural. You know, how do you work with energy? Well, a scientist will tell you how to work with energy, but a psychic works in a different way. And it's a long-term relationship that a psychic has, at least this one, has with energy in terms of trying to understand how it works between the human element and this sort of metaphysical, quote, energy that you're trying to use to apply to your surroundings, people, events it's intriguing and the only thing i can say that in the field study i've found it to be very effective whether you're going to a lab to to try to see if it's really authentic i don't know but i've been taken into labs and studied but it, you know so what they they seem to feel i'm quote psychic but that's irrelevant right now what's relevant is that in my experience energy can be effective when it's used properly. And yeah, and it can be problem. very and it can be it can be it can be very dangerous when used improperly. It can really cause havoc. Like 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 a gun. Yeah. You know? Okay. Let's bring on this caller, six three zero. Hi. Hi. It's Dion. Oh hi. That's weird. That's weird. How are you? Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. I um I just moved to a new city in a new state two days ago and I'm still getting settled in. I have oh. some anxiety because it's like, you know, everything is just so new, new, new. Um, but at the same time I'm excited because I manifested all of this and it happened for me. No, oh, see, you work with energy. Um, it's funny. I ran across someone on our Facebook that has a similar name, as a similar name, um, yesterday. So I thought of you, and here you are today. Um, your birth date again? It's December, right? December. It's twelve five seventy three. 
Okay. She's another 28. I know. Yeah. And where'd you move? Where'd you move to and from? Okay, so I left Illinois. Um, I was living in a town called Downers Grove, and it just the crime was just so bad, and like I just. It was killing me to live yes. there, really. I was dodging Down bullets. Road, so named. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, and now I live in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. Okay. That must be beautiful out there. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. It is. It is. You know, it's amazing. Wisconsin, I'm so happy. I associate Wisconsin, I, I'm an animal person, we both are, Chris and I, and I associate uh, Wisconsin with moose. Do you, ever, do you have any moose out there? Um, I haven't seen any, and I haven't made any friends yet to talk to them about it, but I'll ask them. Well, if you, I'll tell you, just if you see one, just tell them that Bullwinkle said. <laughs> Stupid. Well, I've been to Wisconsin <laughs> when I was a child, and I just remember green rolling hills. Lots of green rolling Well, you know, hills. I think uh, Challenge Butter that has the moose symbol, I think that's Wisconsin. I don't know. We can, but, we can find out. But anyway, anyways, uh, probably we're not, you're you, not you calling to talk food, about moose. You, you know, you called the food station. Do you have any recipes you'd like to share with us? <laughs> I don't Anyways, know how to cook at all. You're getting used to Wisconsin. Okay. So you made this move. And you're, uh, what, 48 years old. So you're going to be 40. 20 years beyond your premise number. Okay. Which is 10. Two cycles of 10. It's beyond. So, 48. So, so you're significant. Made, and you're making an adjustment. Okay. So what's your question? I mean, I don't, I don't really know if I have a question. Um, I'm starting a new job next week, and I just have a lot of anxiety more so about the new job. Like, I took this leap of faith to move to a new state, to move to a new town. Like, the move cost me a little bit more than I anticipated, which is fine. But, you know, um, I am starting back into real estate sales, and I'm – you know, next week looking to get hired at an agency, and I just I don't know <laughs> nerve. Well, like, do you think it'll go okay or? So you're you're licensed. You're licensed as a real estate agent. I don't think we knew that. Did we know that? No. I'm licensed yes. as a real estate agent. Yeah. We were talking to someone else who happens to be a listener of the show. Um, but off we off air, and she was talking about getting her real estate license, and I was saying to her, well, it's perfect for you because you're you're in you know your your karmic number, I mean, or your master number is one, which is an earth number, so she's same as you, twenty eight ten one. Um, I mean, real estate's very competitive. It's a very competitive field, and you've got to work real hard to make sales. So are you um, with an agency? Well, that's what I'm going next week to um, interview. I have to get an interview and then um, apply to work at one. I mean, I used to be in real estate like 10, 12 years ago, 
Um, but I had, uh, I just stopped working at it and, um, now I'm getting back into it. So I've done it before. Yes, it, it is competitive. Yes. But I mean, all you have to do in life is apply yourself and what you put out there, you'll get back. I, that's what I think. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be competitive out here as well, but the reality is, is I'm showing up to do work, so I just have to believe that the work will be available for me because I do have to support myself living out here. So you're so technically, so you you don't have a job yet. No, that- I just passed my real estate. I right, I didn't get hired yet. I just was recommended to a company um, through somebody I knew in Illinois. But no, I haven't been hired yet. No. When, what's what's the date true. of the interview? When do you get interviewed? Um, I didn't even call yet to schedule it because I'm still unpacking. <laughs> I'm gonna do that next week. I'm thinking like Tuesday, eleven okay. two. Is this a major two. real estate company? Is it a major real estate company like a nationwide yes. company? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. So I have a question, uh, Leon. When you were talking. I saw you holding a camera. Now, real estate, and that was before you told me what you were doing. Now, real estate agents typically take pictures of the house. Do you ever do that yourself? You take pictures? Yep, yes. And and so, okay, so there's the camera reference there. Do you have any other connection to camera? Do you like photography, or is it just the pictures you take at the house? Um, no, I, I mean, I think that would be just the pictures I'd be taking at the, for, of the house, of the home. Uh-huh. Okay. And when you take pictures sounds- of the house, do you, is there any aesthetic quality to it? Do you have to kind of decide where to take the picture, how to position it, or do you just snap it up and that's it? Sure that's some kind of technique See, I think with... I think with like this company, they have people that I would work with. Maybe I mean, in the beginning, I'm going to have to take the pictures probably myself, but usually like if it's a bigger company, they would hook you up with somebody who could take pictures or I, maybe I just need to go buy a nice camera or something like that. Well, I had a camera. You had a camera what? When I was in real estate previously, I had to buy a camera just for the real estate. I had to okay. do that. So there is a requirement for a camera. You are connected to a camera. You have to present pictures to display the house and show it and showcase it. So a camera would be significant. Let me ask you a second question, then I'm going to let Kristen see what she can feel from you. But are you, would you be prone to wear the color blue a lot? Is blue one of your colors? Yes. Okay, because I saw you wearing a blue outfit, a blue dress or blue. Can you just help out a little bit and explain in 30 seconds again why blue is important to you, if you can give an answer like that? Well, um, my dad liked the color blue in his business, and so we just always called it Lang Blue, which is when we went to work, that was the color that we used. That's, that's is your dad alive or crossed? No, 
No, he crossed over in 2013. So now, oh, now we got to open up the door that maybe your dad's entering the reading. So, I what kind of business was it? Windows. Windows. And I, I, gotta, did ha- I do have a window company, but the, it's so slow, like work is so slow that I just can't rely on that as a sole income anymore. Now I have to go get another job. It's your own company or another company that you're working for, the window company? Um, I own my own window company. You own your own window company now. That I don't think you did before. You were working for another company the last time we talked to you, at least in my memory. Maybe I'm wrong. So that's different. I I do work with other companies who make the product for me, but um, I'm a distributor. So I own my own distribution company. I see. So you mentioned blue. I want to say something about that as well, because when I looked up the Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, obviously it's the lake, it's blue. But in every single picture that I'm getting of yeah. Lake Geneva, there's blue in the picture. Well, every think, single picture. Like, I, mean, I don't know. Blue, 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 I don't blue. think Dion was listening, but I think Kim said the bird blew through the window. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or the door, the window. The window. hotel. And we heard the blue bird of happiness. Yeah. So your dad could be, uh, he just could have dropped by. And do you have, are you in possession of any writing of your father's, any letters or anything he ever wrote you? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, for instance? Yeah, I just started, like, I just started unpacking um, some, like, holiday stuff, and he used to, like, write on the bottom of it. Okay, so your like father, always, like, do stuff like that. according to a psychic interpretation, your father's right now on the reading. That's what we think. doesn't matter what else we get or what we don't get. I'm suggesting he's around. And she has his, I mean, she, I don't want to say idolized her relationship with her father. We're very close. Are you at this moment, or do you have any specific necklace? Any specific what? Necklace. Necklace. Yeah, I'm wearing um, uh, black onyx right now. Or not black onyx. I'm I'm wearing tourmaline. Black tourmaline. Oh, black tourmaline. So... Okay, so now I'm suggesting that your father, his soul, is right near you. Yeah, I would believe that, which and and I, that's a good thing. Like I'm, I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, because I'm, 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 I'm nervous. I have anxiety. You know. Oh, don't. Like everything's no. new. I don't know anybody. <laughs> no, no, no. Beyond. Change, change your energy. Look at this as a exciting adventure. Don't don't throw that stuff in there. You don't. Okay. You don't, that's we were just talking about energy. Don't throw that in. Look at this as an exciting adventure. Look at it with positive energy. Um, and change your brain around it. Don't have this anxiety. Okay. I'll ask you: Is there anything like a special? Upside down cake or pineapple cake or something. Oh my God, yeah. My mom used to make an upside down pineapple cake and like huh. she never cooked anything. 
like ever, but, but you could make that. Well, you see, <laughs> I've in 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 over fifty years of doing reading, going close to the sixty, I've never mentioned an upside down pineapple cake to anybody. Nor do I would particularly would like one to eat one. But that's its signal that your dad is now definitely right beside you. And he sent that message from your location to our location. Oh, my God, that's wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, so that's more validation that you should be confident about your move and keep your mindset positive um, so that things progress in a, in a, in a manner that's, you know, you get your job, you're able to support yourself, you meet new friends, and things yeah. go well in your new location. Change your head around, Dion. Okay. I will. Well, I mean, the fact that she, she even, you know, took the, took the chance to move somewhere else and get out of the community that she's been in. I mean, aren't you a native of Illinois? Yeah, I've never, yes, I am, I am. But the thing is, is, is like, I know that I was not thriving there. And it's, it's right. here, the thing is, is like, I'm excited because I waited for so long for this to happen. And then now that it's here, it's almost a little, like, freaks me out. Because I'm like, okay, I mean, it's I, I really got lucky. I have a beautiful apartment. And, you know, I'm just unpacking right now. But it's just a little... I don't I don't know how to explain it. Like I just like, some, I'm not questioning I did the right thing. I'm glad that I'm here. But well, it's I'm a big still change. A little, you know It's a big change yeah. and you've been in the same location geographically for most of your life. So obviously there's gonna be feelings that are, you know, that come along with a move where you're feeling, you know, not totally secure that you're you have to make adjustments in your life, you're not totally settled yet. But look at it, you know, in a different way. That's what we're suggesting. See, what you've got to learn, you, you say, I don't know if I did the right thing. No, no, don't think that way. You, you were working with your higher mind when you moved. Your lower mind was working with your higher mind when you moved. So your higher mind that's connected to destiny compelled you to move there. And everything's working out good. So what you need to do is adjust yourself to your higher mind, not your lower mind, and say, I made a great move. My purpose is to be here. I'm excited about it, and I'm connecting to my higher consciousness. And I have something to add to that, because I remember Dion's history, and and she had you know, a lot of difficulties in her location, connected to her family and the business, a lot of bad you know, past life karma stuff that went on. So getting out of that location is definitely a positive thing for you. Staying there, you would have just perpetuated, you know. You see, now you're... The karma that you were in. (laughs) And now your attitude is going to be your gasoline. Your attitude is your gasoline. And if your dad comes in and gives these validations, follow him. Don't, don't question them. Okay. Okay. 
Thank you. Well, good luck. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for calming my nerves. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Good good luck. Hope you um, hope you get your job, and uh, keep in touch. Okay, I will. Thank you. Bye. So that's the other thing. You never know what you're going to get when you talk to a psychic. It's... You get, and today we we were served upside down pineapple cake. Well, we didn't. We, <laughs> we didn't get a piece. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't want one. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, not my favorite dessert. I don't know uh, the history of Pineapple why cake? somebody baked a cake and said, you know, this cake would be better upside down. Let's turn it upside down and let's put a pineapple in it. But pineapple upside down cake is usually the, the, the combination when you think about upside down cake. But why an upside down cake? Because they were cooked in cast iron skillets. Oh, is that? That's why. Yeah. That cooked and cast, so they had to be. They had to be down. upside down when they flipped them out, you know. Well, of the pan. You know, we when when I think about upside down, upside down. I mean, that was how they originally cooked. Now I imagine that people people that make cake now don't do it in a cast iron skillet, but no. even in a bunt pan, you turn it upside down. And then maybe there's something to do with the icing, you know, once you do it upside down or the cutting or the, something. You know, the, the juice is how they But when you think about, through the cake. you know, in the chakra system, upside down would mean that the seven chakras, the first chakra, when we stand on our heads, or when we're in a relaxed position, we actually change our chakra system. I mean, it means one through seven, of course, but 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 the, the position when you're upright, the seven chakras, the crown, and it's the highest. If you're standing on your head, the seven chakra is going to be the lowest chakra, and the first chakra will be where the seven chakra sometimes is. So this this is this applies to people like gymnasts, divers, <laughs> gym divers, and, and knuckleheads. <laughs> <laughs> have but, another caller. Oh, good. Well, okay, let's see what the caller has to say. Who is this? Hold on. Okay, let's bring the caller on. Hi, 303, you're on the air. Oh, hi there. This is Allison, your longtime listener. Hey, Allison, how are you? Oh, 34. well... And she's the April birth. Oh no, March. What's your birth date again? Uh, you're you're in the ballpark, um, March fifteen. And the year. Nineteen fifty-seven. Nineteen fifty-seven, and the year thirty-one-four. I do remember that. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. But actually, so, I, I want. I'm glad I. Ca- I saw that you were going to be on live today, so I wanted to to make sure I caught you. And better than being on dead. I'm sorry? I said better than being on dead. Mm. You said online. And, no, online. Yeah. Well, online, she said. Oh, well, maybe she said online. Live. I don't know. Yeah, she oh, said online. Like, yeah, better than being on dead. Live anyway. On the air. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, actually, I kind of have a, it's not really a follow-up, but it's just a, a subsequent to the last time we spoke, which was, I, I don't know, it's a 
few months, two months ago, three months ago, I think something like that. Um, I'm in a, you know, I have, I know, I personally uh, am in a personal five year, and I, and um, that's next, and my birthday next year, I'll go into a six. But I meant, I might have mentioned before that five years always, for, for whatever reason, seem to, to, to be really. Uh, the, the least uh, successful, I would say, um, out of all of that, you know, the numerology years that I have. For whatever reason, it's been really bizarre how it works out that way. Anyway, the last time we talked, I had asked about, I had some upcoming um, health health uh, uh, ho- uh, hospital uh, treatments and so on that I was uh, going to be facing um, this I year. And I don't remember that. It, I, and normally yeah. I would. So I don't know yeah. if we talked about that. But go ahead. I I didn't go into it, but I said it was some pretty serious stuff that was going on. And this week I got some uh, really very, very um, disturbing news that I'm not going to detail. And the doctor that um, I – the doctor that was – what's the word I'm looking for? The doctor who was – the surgeon who was going to kind of take take the case – isn't going to take it. The reasons I'm not going to go into. So now I'm back, almost back at square one again, and and it's just thrown me for such a uh, because this is a, these are uh, uh, conditions that have been going on for a couple of years. So it's really at a crisis point. And now I now I now I've lost. Uh, uh, I was hoping to actually almost go into surgery next month and. And it, now I don't know when it's going to happen, and it, things are getting worse every every you know with every passing day. So I just was, and Neil had said, and the reason I remember this is because this had come up in the last time we spoke, and and Neil had had mentioned that he felt that January I started to feel a lot better, but <laughs> but now now I now I don't, I don't I don't know that that can even be the case. So I'm just wondering, um, you know, if there's something, um, it's, I'm I'm still in the process of of processing all of this huge setback. It's a huge setback for me. It's just a massive setback and very, very challenging for me mentally and emotionally. And I don't really understand um, what is happening with all, you know, why this was a, a massive setback. So and, I have a question. In the location that you're in, as far as medical care is concerned, I mean, is are there advanced, advanced, um, I mean, are there yeah. great hospitals? Yeah, it's not about, and it's nothing about it. Again, I, I really, really kind of don't want to go too much into it, into the case itself. But, wait a second, Allison. <laughs> Stop you. We're not going into the case. Yeah, I asked yeah, a question yeah. about the hospital. So you need to just. Yeah, it's good. Answer questions good. and try not to be combative on the air. So yeah. we're trying to help you. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, are good. there it's a good one. So yeah. there are good hospitals. Yes. We're not asking details about your case. We're asking about the hospital. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so so as far as a referral, you've lost your surgeon, so you're back to square one. Do you have a primary care physician? Do you have a primary care doctor that you can get a referral from? 
I already have someone else I'm looking as a, as, as a, as a, uh, actually it was somebody, it was actually, you know, because I went and got a second opinion on this. So okay. I already had two opinions. I already had Which two opinions. I was going to ask. Two oh. And I did not care yeah. for the, did not care for, for the first one, the first doctor. Did not care for him. I, not that he was a bad guy. I just felt like that was, um, not a good match. Nearly as much as the second one, and the second one was the the one who, who now is no longer involved going in to the, be doing it. Okay. Yeah, no, no longer involved in the case. So the first, so now I'm forced to go back to the first one because there are only two who do it. There are only two who do it. Uh, is there any yeah. possibility of going outside of your local area and getting it done at you know that in would another? That such system? a huge, huge, huge. Huge burden, yeah, it would be massive burden. It would be for many reasons. It would be a massive burden. Okay. So, so your question to us would be the psychic, the psychic energy around this. Why is this happening? Yeah. Why going through this? Okay. So you are. Yeah, and it is a five-year, and I again, I kind of bring it back to the numerology of it being a five-year, and you know, just as a kind of a oh, this is interesting. This is kind of one of those things that I want to say it's typical of the five-year for me because I'm a four, but it's not. It's not. It's not like I'm attributing it to that. It's just that this is kind of keeps keeps with a with sort of an ongoing, you know, lifelong pattern of the five-year always really being my most difficult of all the, you know, one through nine years. Okay, She's so got two fives. She's got two fives yeah, in her birthday. You, you yeah. have two fives in your birthday, like Kristen said. You have two fives. So there's a significant energy in the attitude of that five. You're also 64, mm-hmm. and your master number divides into 64 by 16 cycles. Right, yeah. You have yeah. 16 cycles of, of, uh, of your master number. And 16 becomes a seven, which is yeah. the number at the end of your year. So here's what yeah. you're going through. You're okay. going through a, a journey that's composed of a path life. So your difficulties in your body, in the, in the complications of surgery and the difficulties of it and getting a disappointment and maybe seeing a different place to go to in terms of surgery procedures is all part of your karma. Okay. So it's part of your karma. Now your karma does not suggest in the relationship attitude of numbers that this is going to kill you. You don't die from this. In other words, when we look, when we peek behind the curtain and look at your dilemma and tie it to karma, you're supposed to get through this. You're going to be okay. That's what the numerical attitude suggests. The psychic vibration, Mm -hmm. my mind, feels the same way. You're going to get through this and live long and long. I mean, you know, 75, I can still feel your heart beating. So Mm -hmm. in spite of the complications, the pain, the difficulties of surgery, whatever it is, that is pertaining to your situation, mm-hmm. what's happening is that you're going through a tribal life energy. This goes way back to tribal energies, uh, Allison. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, witch, you know, medicine men, back in the days when it was all tribal. Well, she's in a location, too, that is, I mean, she's in Florida. So there are, I mean, tribes, Indian tribes in, Florida. in that area. It also suggests something in relation to this life experience somewhere with a motorcycle. So if I say motorcycle, what do you say? Did you say motorcycle? Yeah. Uh, an actual motorcycle, not a scooter, or but an actual motorcycle. Well, um, we, we can throw scooter in there. Go ahead. To make sure that it, it was, you know, specifically that and not other, you know, kind of related yeah. forms of transportation. Um, actually, two things. One, my father, who's not here anymore, uh, was used to have a motorcycle when I was growing up, and he loved to be on that bike. He he would go away on long trips on it by himself, and and I used to always want him to take me on on, on be you know be on the back. Um, I used to love being on the back of the motorcycle, but he just never. I think he did it twice. He 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 used, he loved that motorcycle, but it was his, it was like getting on his horse and getting away from crap, from the crappy family, from you know, all the stress, everything like that. Okay, okay. so here's, so, but, but here's what it is. I had a motorcycle as well later in life. I also got, you know, much smaller because I was not my dad's okay. size, but I so also had a motorcycle. But I never so had an accident. Here, here's the good news. To wrap up, we're going to get to the other caller, but to wrap up in this reading, your father yeah. too came in. Yeah, That's weird. your father. He came into the reading. He's there around you. And he's going to protect you. And he's going to be around you. And your spirit will be there. And so he's connecting to us, you see. And he, huh. he threw a ball out. And, it, and the ball, I looked at the ball and it said motorcycle. I, I, and then you filled in the, the hit for it. Yeah. So your dad's around you. It's all going to be okay. Just keep the faith up, Allison. Go through the mo- motions. Understand it's karma. Intermingled with this life complications but in this lifetime you'll reach a place of happiness while you're alive I mean it all should go well just talk to your dad and the fact is the father the, the motorcycle was an escape for her and her father yep. so that's you know that's a validation that this is going to work out I mean you said you're back to square one and essentially, I understand what you're saying when you say that. However, you do have another surgeon. You're not completely at square one where you have no one to help you through this. I don't know help yet if I have this. I don't know. I don't know yet I, if I have the other surgeon. I have to consult with the other surgeon. I do not oh, know no, whether he will. You will. He will do it you're, either. So, so he's you're like on the table, but I don't know. Yeah, it's, I don't have confirmation. Got, got it. You're reconnecting with tribal medicine energy, and you'll find your team. Yeah, you and yeah, keep, keep positive. Okay, keep positive. Okay. okay. All right. We're gonna bring thanks, Allison. Eight four five on the air. We only oh, have I, Oh my. Hello. 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 How are you? Oh, Lucy. Hi. Good. Listening and listening. Yes. Oh, are you not wanting to talk? Oh. Um, I just was listening because uh, I bothered you every every show. Then I say, let me let me just listen. Yeah. Oh no no, you don't bother us. No, it's no bother. But no. if you don't want to talk, it's okay. We can move on to our conversation. I mean, we only have a few minutes left anyway. But um, if okay. there's anything you want to talk about, you can 
say something or we can continue talking. Uh, okay, now wonderful reading for the lady. I just was uh, wondering why she keeps recycling. She rejected the first doctor, went to the second one, the, doctor, the second one. It must be something on her that doesn't want to get the surgery. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, oh, no, that was you know, delved into and, you know, um, as far as picking mm-hmm. up details, it just yeah. wasn't something they wanted us to do. So, yeah, you know, very, very limited reading. Yeah. Yes. You know, um, yeah, I'm, the only thing that I'm getting with you since you called and you're on the air here, um, there seems, and I don't know why we're doing a cooking show today. <laughs> But there seems to be an old recipe in your house, maybe handed down by your mother. But I'm seeing this old recipe written on paper. I don't know why yet, but I'm seeing it. So the first point is, does that make any sense at all, first of all? Yes, makes sense. Because we, my sister and I say when we move to this apartment, we're going to do some Colombian food, like tamales. And uh-huh. then, um, tamales is something, no Mexican tamales, but Colombian tamales. Um, oh. It's a um, uh, platano leaf, yeah, but we didn't do anything of that yet. Well, well, is there an yeah. old recipe? Is there a recipe handed down from the family for this? Um, kind of, yes. We follow the my mother's uh, way of doing the, the stuff with little variations because I'm a person. No, no, no chicken stock. Was your mother very proud of her cooking? Was she like a old-fashioned kitchen lady, you know? Yes, she went to the, because she didn't really work, she went to cooking school to cook for, oh, for the family. Did, yeah. did she cross mm-hmm. over? Did she cross over? Yes, January 26, oh. 2021. So you're, wow, we've got a whole host of spirits here. Your mother's around you right now. And you know what's really weird, weird is when I looked up Colombian recipe tamale just to see what the difference between like a Mexican tamale and a Colombian tamale is. The first thing that came up on Google search is mom's Colombian tamales. That's the first. Oh. Isn't that weird? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So she's saying to go ahead and what's it called, what they're doing, the molly? Tamale. Oh, tamale. I thought she was talking about molly, that sauce. Tamales. Tamales. tamales, but Colombian tamales. No, she's talking about tamales that are like wrapped in plantain leaves. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what? Why don't you go ahead and make one? And and have a plate for your mom. Oh, maybe for Thanksgiving, yeah. I was thinking, we were thinking yeah. to do that, to give it to people for Christmas. Yeah. We usually do. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and just so put maybe. a plate out and a chair out for your mom. Her spirit will be there. She won't eat it, but the energy of it will be very comforting for her. Mm, beautiful, yeah, beautiful. And you should yeah. probably make a vegetarian version and mail it to Neil and I for the holidays. <laughs> <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> you vegetarian people? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we're vegetarians. Oh, that's, that's nice. Yeah. That's nice. There's a lot that's of nice. meat in Colombian food, right? 
that's a heavy meat, a lot of meat. Yes, it's um yeah. People, the people that has money in Colombia, they distinguish themselves because they eat like, meat. Yes, very a lot of meat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like yeah. kind of status. Yeah, over here is the opposite. You want to be vegetarian, gotta have a big wallet. Like the vegetarian mm-hmm. and organic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's different, different culture yeah. for sure. Different cultures, yeah, because you cannot go to regular restaurants either. But there's, I mean, vegetarian. Gosh, most of our callers, I think, are meat eaters. So, I mean, there's a lot of meat eaters out here. Well, you know, we follow the uh, Dr. Doolittle uh, recipe. We talk to animals. We don't eat them. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Yes, 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 yes. That's a beautiful one, yes. I was vegetarian, like, for um, seven years. A year. Yeah. What's that? She said she's a vegetarian. Oh. Yeah. You know, I want, mm-hmm. I like enough. to eat those, but, you know, a lot of them have have segments about meat, and some of them are more offensive than others, for sure. But, um, yeah, it would be nice to have a vegetarian cooking show available to watch. Yeah. I was a vegetarian for seven years, then I switched to... Fish only, and now I, when I got divorced, I just went back to regular diet because I figured that I was I, like with my husband, he loved, he was loving so much like meat, and then my kids and I were eating just vegetables. Well, you know, um, the reason you also went to vegetarian for seven years is you're born on the 16th, so that's the seven. You you had a lifetime where you were a strict vegetarian. So you revisited that lifetime for that brief period of time. Sometimes we have to sometimes we have to come back to the planet and we, we repeat in our experience what our past lives have brought to us on this current stage. Mm. That's what that was about. Mm, yeah, that was funny because we used to go to barbecues and I used to bring my own food. Yeah. It's hard and sometimes they, being vegetarian and going mm-hmm. to social events. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. anyway, we're at the, end, at the end of the show. At the end of the show. Yeah, we are. Oh, wow. Um, it went fast. It did. It did. But we're glad to hear from you and uh, glad that connection could be made with your mom. Oh, wonderful, beautiful, yes. I have been thinking about her, especially oh. when I like to talk about my my cousins, how old are they, what they did, how my, my what my aunt say, say when she was young, or who she married, and all these, these little things. It was so enjoyable. And now it's like, okay, she's not there. Yeah, yeah. it was fun. Okay, well, take care, Lucy. Take care. Take care. Um, uh, many blessings and many much love to you too, both. Thank you. Oh, thank you. you too. Okay. Prosperity. Whoops, I cut her off too early. Whoops. Sorry, no, Lucy. What were you saying? I'm sorry. No, then a lot of prosperity to you both. Then also giving prosperity. You too. And many blessings. I'll be praying for you too. Yes. Thank you so much. We really appreciate that. Yeah, you. 
very loving. Thank you. Okay, you're welcome. You're welcome. And we are done for the day. Back on the air next week, Wednesday, 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern. We'll talk to you then. Bye-bye.